The Rocket Review, a streaming video podcast where consenting adults discuss sex, kink and BDSM, sexual health, sex work, and the adult entertainment industries. While our conversations are created to build understanding and share valuable information, not all views expressed reflect those of the producers, hosts, or sponsors. The Rocket Review is intended for mature audiences only. So, Dolly, tell me, when did you uh, first make the choice to move into professional sex work? Um, I would say that was about, I think, the fall of 2018, I believe. And then I did some more research on what I needed to do, got up the courage to email mistress, and then went from there. One of my opening questions on the show with kinksters from all walks of life, professional and lifestyler, is think back when you first realized you were kinky, and then when did you embrace it? Those aren't often the same point in time. Mm-mm. So when I started realizing it officially, it, I would say I was about 14, 13 or 14. Uh, my space era, the information was slowly pouring out. So rather than thinking, oh, I'm weird, I'm crazy, something's wrong with me. It was more like, oh, so-and-so thinks this, and I think this, and maybe I'm not as nuts as I thought I was. So the dots started to connect there, but I didn't really do too much about it other than, you know, having fun with a boyfriend or a friend here and there until I was about, I want to say, 20 to 21. And that's the point where it was like, I need this now in a relationship. Regular vanilla things are not going to do. And I started using Google. Google's my best friend. So it was more of, okay, typing, I like this, seeing what Google tells me about it. And I learned more. But if we go back all the way to the beginning, um, so one of my biggest kinks is dollification. That goes back to when I was about eight or nine years old. And we had an aunt that came in from out of town to visit us. And we took her to the mall. Gorgeous aunt. Still gorgeous beautiful body. So me, I was young. I didn't, I wasn't fully developed. So obviously when you go to the mall and you look at these clothes, you put them on, they don't quite look the way that they should on a little girl's body. So having her play dress up for us, it it gave me a feeling of, oh, this is a thing. I'm happy. Why is this exciting me? And it wasn't necessarily a sexual thing at all. It was just, there was a joy about it. And I wanted more of it. So rather than you would think, oh, then I would like to be the maker, the one creating a doll. But in reality, it was just that was my first little taste of what it was. And until I had the body to fill out the clothes that I was putting on her, I didn't get the extra doll part that I like to embody now. So how long have you worked at Sanctuary? Uh, so COVID kind of threw it for a loop, but I would think a little over two years, almost three, something like that. If you had to pick like one particular, uh, kink or fetish that you like to provide as a service, which one would it be? To provide. Ooh. Oh, there's too many. 
Okay. Uh, top two. Top two. Okay. I'm really, really good at sensual play. I know exactly how close to get to get you hard, but not close enough to not want to make you come back. Sensual play, it, it's kind of my thing. I I won't get into it. And then the other one would be <laughs> the other one would be I'm a really good cuddler. There's a lot of energy work involved in there. So mm-hmm. my hugs don't, they're not just hugs. They're if you need something from me, I'm gonna give it to you in that hug. I'm gonna hold you the way you need to be held. So you would think I like to use implements a lot, but I'm just I'm good with my hands. So No, that's awesome. There's an amazing diversity in the practitioners that work here. And uh, and I thought I find that fascinating. And uh, uh, I would like to see every dungeon, you know, kind of yeah. have <laughs> that level of diversity. So we're going to get more into like advice kind of stuff. And one of the questions I've been asking everyone, I ask this of sex workers across the board, whether that's online, adult entertainer, whatever, you know, area of sex work they work in. I ask if you could go back to the first day you were on the job and give yourself a little bit of experienced advice you have from now, from this point in time, what would that advice be? Breathe. And that's pretty much for life in general. We're so in our heads sometimes that we're so worried about the other person. But if you're worried about the other person and the other person is worried about the other person being you, nobody's really getting what they need in that moment. So... Yeah, just breathe, figure where your center is in that moment, and just enjoy it. Enjoy the interaction. Where do you see yourself in the next five to six years as a professional? As a professional, hmm. I want to be able to do use all the implements that Mistress uses. Have uh, just yeah, I, I've experienced it and seen it, and there's just so much talent. Every Every flick of the wrist has a purpose. Every pause has a purpose. Every random little swish of the cane has a purpose. It doesn't even need to touch you to be causing a reaction within your body, and I love that. So I want to be able to master those things. So mind you, five, ten years isn't going to be complete mastery, obviously, but any bit closer to that, I'm, I'm there for it. Thank you so much, Dolly, for your time today. Hey, gang, Rocket here. Are you the owner or marketing manager for an adult-themed or sex work-based business? TRR has advertising sponsorship opportunities created for the adult industry. A one- to two-minute ad spot during episodes of TRR is a great fit for small adult businesses like adult event promoters, sex toy creators, fetish gear and apparel lines, adult social clubs, and online adult entertainment companies. Sponsoring the Rocket Review helps keep independent adult industry voices on mainstream platforms and makes phenomenal promotional tool for sex work and adult-themed businesses. For inquiries, email rocket at therocketreview.com. So, Cece, tell me, how long have you been a sex worker? Honestly, on and off since I was 18, actually. I became a cam girl as soon as I turned 18. Right on. Um, and how long have you worked at Sanctuary? Hmm. 
like four years, I think. Yeah, it's been quite a while. And are you a dom, a switch, or a submissive? I'm a switch. And if you had to pick a favorite kink or fetish as a service, what do you think that would be? Oh, my. That's a tough one. I guess impact play. Impact play? Yeah, I'm really into giving and receiving pain. Do you have a particular favorite instrument in the impact range of toys? Giving, I would say hairbrushes. Receiving, I think it's a tie between thick wooden paddles and canes. (laughs) Great choice. Think back with me now to when you first started kind of getting the vibe you were kinky. And then when did you embrace it and start exploring it? I think I probably started noticing around like 18, 19. And then I didn't really try anything until I was like 20. But I was with someone who was not kinky at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a boyfriend at the time and I would be like, spank me or choke me. And he'd be like, I don't want to hurt you. And so then I was never really able to really truly experience kink until honestly I found Sanctuary, which I was like 21. Yeah. Where do you see yourself and your career going in the next five to six years? Well, I kind of have my kinky career and kinky personal life aligned with my vanilla life as well. So I love needles and blood play. And I also am a certified phlebotomist. I have my CBT1 license. So not only do I participate in blood play for kink, I like to do it for actual work. So I kind of just see myself having like a mix of sex work and vanilla vanilla work so I can, you know, because sex work, the money ebbs and flows. So you want to have some consistency there sometimes. So I'd say just a good even amount of both of them where I in something where I could really use my certification in a kink setting, not just medical. So working on building that work, work life balance. Yeah. I get it. I like that. Um, if you could whisper a bit of advice that from your experience and point of view now into your ear back when you first started getting the vibe, what would that advice be? Make a fet life and go to classes. Great advice. Yeah. I had a fet life for, I mean, honestly, since I was 18 or 19, but I never did anything. I just had one picture on it and I would look at things and be too scared to do anything. It's, it can take uh, quite a while. That's why I ask that opening question sometimes in, in two parts. I often always ask it in two parts because when we start 
feeling those vibes. And then when we finally start acting on them are very often not at all the same point in time for many people. Oh no. Like I had lots of heavier type fantasies for a long time and I didn't really start participating in them until a couple of years ago. Like when I was first in the scene, I was too scared to do a lot of things. And then I did my first hook suspension. And after that is when I started falling in love with actual needle play. So just kind of as a slope, <laughs> get more kinky as time goes by. Like I used to like always be, Oh, I could never have a foot fetish. Oh, I don't know what people see in that. Like when I first got in the kink scene, now I have a foot fetish <laughs> and I'm very into nitrile gloves, but that also goes into my whole medical field experience too. So I love that I can wear those for work too. <laughs> That's awesome. Cece, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Rocket Review. If you would like to be a guest or have your adult industry business featured on TRR, please email rocket at therocketreview.com. TRR is a production of Hole Punch Media and is supported through corporate sponsorships and subscribers like you. Remember, gang, if you can't be good, be damn good at it.